Okay, Holy Spirit, you mean to tell me that we are going to decide to choose politics, a preference, a motive over our children. Our children are crying out. Our children are crying out. Our children are being wrongfully exposed to many different things. They can barely get education. Yet we put our children on on the line. There's a spirit. There's a principality. There's a throne. That's functioning. Heavily. And we're putting our children on the front line. Our kids are our legacy. If you look in the Bible. Abraham's children was his legacy. If you look in the Bible, Joseph's children was his legacy. You look in the Bible, David's children was his legacy. Now, I know a lot of people looking at the falls. They're looking at the mistakes. They're looking at the mishaps. They're even looking at the relationships. God is in control of that. But we must first deliver our children to God as he delivered them to us. Don't you see in the text that Abraham gave his son back to God? Our children are being persecuted. Our children are crying out for help. Mommy, who am I? Daddy, who am I? They might not have nice words. But are we going to put our children in the category of a robot? What am I saying? I'm saying if our child comes out as a boy, let's keep him a boy. If our child comes out as a girl, let's keep it at a girl. Why are we playing with our children's lives? This is not a game. This is our future. This is anatomy. This is biology. Why do we have degrees in these things if these things can all of a sudden be changed? Why do we have PhDs in these things if these things can automatically be changed? How can we go from two genders to 17? Let's stop adding a plus sign to everything and minus our pride For the sake of God, let's stop plus signing everything and minus our pride. Scripture says we must die daily to the flesh. The things of the world, that's a spirit of the world that we must die to. Why? Because our children are watching. Our children are looking. They're learning through TV. They're learning through politics. They're learning through stories. Give the stories to the children. Teach the children about goldfish. Don't teach the children about... Come on now. Let's stop giving these things like this to our children. Our children are important. Yet we want to grow the future. Yet we want these great things to happen. The Bible says, and a child shall lead them.
It's important. It's important. Our children. Let's think about our children. They need us. They need us. Scripture says this in Proverbs 22 and 6. Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. He has been used, the word he has been used as a general statement. But it don't eliminate the she. It's showing us something. Isaiah 54 and 13 says this, all your children shall be taught by the Lord and great shall be the peace of your children. So that means children also has peace. They have peace. They have peace. They have a thought process. So if we acknowledge God in all thy ways, he will direct our path to teach our children so they can understand true peace. And not this false peace that's being sold. This false peace that's been given out like unleaded gas. You know what gas does to the body if you inhale it? It destroys the inside. Are we going to continue to destroy the insides of our children? Are we going to send our children through 15 years of I don't know, I guess I'll be this for one day? Let's stop putting our children on the lines. Please, let's cry out for our children. Proverbs 1 and 8. Proverbs is the book of wisdom, so that's just where I'm coming from. Hear me out here. Hear my son. Proverbs 1, 8 and 9. Here we go. Hear my son, your father's instructions, and forsake not your mother's teaching. Okay, look at this. Do you understand? Look at this. Look at where we're going. Understand the importance of this. Hear my son, your father's instructions and forsake not your mother's teaching for they are a graceful garland for your head and pendants for your neck. A garland, you know what we use it for in Christmas time. It's almost like a scarf to protect the neck. It goes around the tree. We know what a garland is. That's important. So the fathers are in positions to instruct through the activation of the Holy Spirit. And the mothers are in position to teach because they have always been a nurturing, receiving and delivering vessel. Around the neck is the reconnection of the head. That means our minds. And their minds will be aligned according to the scripture. Lastly, I'll say this because I don't want to be long. Psalms 127 and 3. Children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from him. So would you switch your gift to something else 
if somebody else gives it to you? I would be bothered if you switch my gift when I invested all my time in it. When I shaped it and I knew it before it was in the mother's womb. God's saying this. I knew it before it was in the mother's womb. So why are you changing it? It's not yours to change. It's yours to teach, nurture, and instruct. They are a reward. So there's greatness in that. There's goodness in that. We started with good. You mean to tell me we're going to put our children on the line? Speak to me, Holy Spirit. I thank you for this moment. And I pray in the name of Jesus that fathers and mothers return back. Let's return back so we can see our children enveloped in the greatness of God. Thank you. This is Legacy Podcast. Sonship, manship, and nurturing of mothers for your daughters. Thank you.